this is R the architect and don't say your name because you was trying to tell them how you was from Memphis last time. Yeah, Salama of Sala Vegan from Memphis. What's up? What's up? Well, we gotta we gonna we're gonna say that every time. We from, we from Memphis. We from nah, I ain't gonna. Nah, I, um, I really enjoyed that first podcast. I want to say that was that was dope. That was yeah, me too. That was interesting. You see, simple. At some point, we got to get Belaywa to uh, not think so much and be in the air and, and get him um, on between the land and the water so he can, he can be seen. Yeah, we got it. We have to get him on here. You know, I uh, I hadn't gotten any flack yet from my auntie. Really? Auntie, I had, she hadn't seen it yet. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> That's the only reason why? Uh, hey, hey she's going to be like, uh, what you say? Somehow saying? she needs to be forwarded a link. I ain't gonna. I, you know what? I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. And I think my. my I think her, her daughter liked it too. I'm not even gonna say her name. Uh oh. Yeah, shit. But no. Nah, but no, it was great. Yeah, I really. I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it, it worked. Um. What? Um. Uh, I guess. What did you? What have you gained from that? I guess from that last podcast to like now. Just. I mean, like. It was so you hit on so many points that I know it it got me to thinking like really in depth on how you know how to structure questions, not just how to structure questions, but how to structure my life going forward. Like eating yeah. through the you know like the the food prep, like that's really helped shape and format to say okay, here your green foods, here your lentils, here your rice. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's I'm starting to see some real function, some functionality for me and how. Yeah. I, I want to go forward just dealing in not necessarily just the times but like just dealing in general like how I want to how I want to eat yeah prepare I think it was really good timing to to start this just because we're going into the winter months Mm -hmm. and I feel like people are looking for ways to just really um consume better foods, build their immune system. I feel like we touched on a lot of that in the first episode. Just in general, like, I I think the podcast struck a lot of conversation amongst my circle of friends. Um, Okay. Yeah, and then just kind of shining light on a lot of topics that we can talk about in depth. So, yeah, I think it was a really good kickstart. Yeah, I think I think so too because I also um so I'm in a, a community called After Dark and we discuss like so we may have a speaker, just like if I'm I'm going to a university. So we may have a speaker that comes in and, and mm-hmm. he or she is talking on their specialty. Like we had just had Killer Mike, then the next one had like um nineteen keys, brother being X, and I can't I can't think of the other brother's name. Okay. But Dame Dash is coming in to speak on one of the next, you know, uh, I guess I'll just say the next, he's the next guest speaker. But nice. that's cool. Mm-hmm. But, and not, and no, knock at them being like the people that they become or whatnot. But it's just more like, more or less being able to interact with people from around the world. Yeah. In this time. And it's just like, it's almost like um, you being that one person, it's a, it's a thousand people like pushing you, pushing you forward. Mm-hmm. That you might come across through just conversation or what they got going on in their perspective lives. Yeah. And, 
to like add that into what I'm doing, meet some younger people, meet some older people. And it's just like, everybody's just feeding and pushing. So it's just, that's what's been dope for me. Nice, yeah. nice. Making those connections. Yeah, making the connections because some, like you said, somebody looking for it. So yeah. imagine if I send a link in to 3,000 people and after those 3,000 people hear it, it might be 10 or 10 or 20 of them or 30 of them to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, it's a product that we have. You say, okay, I just came up with an idea for some kale chips. This is just an example. I like that kale salad. Mm -hmm. So now if you say, okay, you got a kale salad, a thousand people can get this kale salad. You got the product that you need. Now you have, you know, you have a market, you have a space for it. Right, or right. You have, you have some, some vegan cookies, you know? Yeah. So it's just, that's just some of the stuff that I'm just like, man, I'll, me being able to invest into something like this, it really helped me out. How can I say this? I, when I heard, like I said, when I heard Erica Badu, Mm -hmm. She's always my girlfriend in my mind. My, I was like, damn. But, um, you know, when she was talking about being a vegetarian, um, I, I, I feel like that was a, just like how we say, keep your seeds simple. I feel like that was a journey that I was on my way of mm -hmm. wanting to, you know, be or know what she was speaking of and the importance of vegetarian. So, like, how would you define vegetarian? And then, you know, like, how would you define vegan? Okay. Just from, just from your, just from you being around it for so long. And it's like, it's almost like it's a, it, it's not almost, it's like, this is your culture. Right. In a nutshell, like, I told you I was around chitlins and <laughs> pigs. We got, we had land and everything, you know, going over my uncle's house. And I'm like, Damn, that's a pig. That's a real pig. We finna eat that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, vegetarian is usually associated with people who would eat cheese, dairy. Um, they'll eat dairy products. They'll eat eggs, mm. but they won't eat meat or fish. Um, and then a vegan would eat no animal products at all, like no dairy, no egg nothing associated with an animal so mm. and then some vegans will i mean technically you're not vegan if you wear leather or uh <laughs> i'm not like, that wasn't peter listen peter 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 it like all the, like look, the boy said linda 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 listen peter, peter. right right so i'm learning i'm learning peter. I feel like it all depends on how you define it, but that's the that's the gist of it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like, I guess this this is more or less like a scale question. Like, what's the what's the verses then? I I heard it. You know, mm -hmm. like, this is what this is. This is. I guess when I what I'm framing framing the question is like, what's what's a better. Just like we just we just had the Gucci and the Jeezy, they had mm -hmm. verses and they came together. Like, what's the verses to make them come together? Like, what what pieces that together? I mean, the both of them, I would say, are better than just a strict carnivore diet because you are, like, with the vegetarians, they are consuming less animal products. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But the vegan lifestyle, you're stripping yourself of all animal oh, products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So each of them, you know, they're sacrificing something. It's a cleaner diet, but if you are a vegan, mm-hmm. you're not fooling with any animal. Ain't no animal at all. Yeah. Like, no whatever. Yeah, when I was vegan, my homeboys would be like, all oh, my folks would be like, man, here he be come. You already yeah. eat this bird food. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Some of that food yeah. tasted like I was eating cardboard. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, you probably eat the wrong stuff. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Nah, like that was a thing growing up too. You know your dad was making it, so I yeah, it definitely was tasting like cardboard. So I'm like, shit, this this ain't it. He was struggling. (laughs) But uh growing up, honestly, for a while I was associated, I was all I know was a vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. Now that's just the term we use. Um but we we weren't eating any animal products. Yeah. Yeah. So for for a while, I was calling myself a vegetarian, but we were actually living a vegan lifestyle. Yeah. Not in my house. Go <laughs> <laughs> hey, go get the barbecue sauce. As a matter of fact, go get the wood for the grill and oh, light it up. I got you. Got you. Got a chopped shoulder. You about to. You about to, Oh, it's finger. You and this chopped shoulder. Oh, it's my daddy cooking. It ain't even a chopped shoulder. It's the cooking. Person. I got you. I'm not. You know, I. I <laughs> probably have a whole uh, problem. You know. Yeah. So um. I this this made me think about, cause I had a homegirl and she was just. She was talking about okay. She's a she's a, a vegetarian, vegan, whatever, whatever they she wanna label herself. But it's like, how do you how would you suggest someone transitioning to it? And then not only that, how do you make it inclusive to your child or your your mate or whatnot? Like, how do you make them inclusive so they can understand why, you know, why you're doing what you're doing and, and how and the effects of what you're doing? Like how do how how would you how would you approach that? Yeah, I think it's it I think it's important to stress the why. I guess it all depends on the age group too. But if they're old enough, speaking of the children, um, shoot, everybody, um, just letting them in on the knowledge piece. From a health standpoint, you can even bring in um just your over overall like sustainable footprint. You know, it's so many ways to communicate it now. Mm. Um, I think that expressing the why um, would allow them to transition easier. You know, they're not just thinking that you're coming and bringing a fad in the house, you know, like you just, just a new thing that likely is disruptive to what they want. And then that's associated with all kinds of emotions and, and whatnot. But I think that if you are transparent about the why, mm-hmm. transparent about how it will help them um, long term, and how it will help the family as a whole. Yeah, that it will be better accepted. Yeah. Yeah, that make that makes sense because it's I can see just I guess from reading certain books, like I read a book on Gary Vee about how um, 
technology is disrupting certain certain business structures in the past. And I would always hear Nipsey Hussle talk about this too. So it's like, um, I can see how that would be disruptive to the family, to the family ecosystem. Cause it's like, yeah. all right, you're doing something outside of the norm when right. I think, I think our era was like real microwave. Mm. But I, I, I won't say it was real microwave. It was when like the microwave was just getting started. Okay. But my family was cooking all the time. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was, that bucket on the floor. But no, I ain't gonna even talk about that. But if my dad was cooking or like my uncle was cooking, it's like we finna have some finna have some food, they finna throw down on the grill. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> I'm the disruptor to the ecosystem. Everybody ecosystem. They're like, this motherfucker crazy. Yeah. I'm not drinking orange juice with cayenne pepper. No, go get that liquor. You finna drink this liquor. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just um Changing up the, changing up what I was substituting, and now it's like, damn, this is really helping me. And yeah. I can see it in my thinking. I can see it in my energy. I can see it in my vibe. I can feel it. Versus yeah. saying, okay, I eat something, and I'm feeling like, damn, I'm kind of like sluggish. Mm-hmm. So I I can only imagine like, like just a just a disruption, and now to like, I guess transition into. What what is sustainable management? Cause, you know, like I said, you you asked me, or no, you was, I think I was asking, what is a what is an architect? Yeah. And it took for me to look it up, and I'm like, all right, this that's why my brother called it. And mm-hmm. it was I was always atta- uh, I was always attached to it. I say this in like the public facet of what I do and how I operate, but the backside of knowing the information like what is an architect so what is sustainable management and how well what is sustainable management i won't go into the next question okay um so sustainable management is i mean okay so when you just back it up to sustainability okay because um, yeah you said yeah you were answering in mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's all based on what's been known as the triple bottom triple bottom line the environment, the people, and the economy. Mm-hmm. So you know how you have a business structure, a business um, who is always aiming to meet that bottom line, you know, and it's usually usually associated with um, the financial aspect of the company, the financial performance. But when you think about sustainability, you're thinking about not just the economic performance, mm-hmm. but you're thinking about the environmental as impact that you have, okay. the impact that you have on social equality and in- inclusion, the impact that you have, not just on profit, but how you're investing your money, the return on your finances. And so triple bottom line means you're giving weight, equal weight to all three categories when you think about any decision. Mm-hmm. So, so it's almost like checkers and chess almost. It's like, from a standpoint of what we used to do, it was just checkers, but now it's just, this is more or less like, yes, I'm looking at this from an investment standpoint, but if what I'm investing into has to impact what I'm doing, and I can I can break that down in my life to like seeing something as simple as everything is transitioning to agriculture as far as like cannabis and hemp. Mm-hmm. So if I invest into hemp right now, then 
I'm not only I'm I'm not just investing into the agriculture piece. This can be eaten. This can be used for medicinal purposes. This mm-hmm. can be used for homes, roads, concrete, and it's like it's substantial, like you said, substantial. You know, substantial. Yeah. That's so too. Yeah. So you so what you just listed were all the purposes, um, all the uses. Mm-hmm. Um, but if let's say I were to come on and help you with your sustainability management, okay. I would ask you who's harvesting it. Okay. You know, um, are you you know equally including all people? You know, um, who are you hiring basically? Um, are you wasteful with your resources when growing the crop, like down to the T? So, to, so that's like yeah. a triangle offense. I get you. I'm yeah. So, so I think you know to tie it back into, let's say the the culture, right? Mm-hmm. I think that if we start to look at our culture and how we break bread with one another okay. on a sustainable level, then it's not just about coming in, putting a slab of ribs on the grill, just out of comfort. It's about my family has gathered here. We probably celebrating some, or we might not be celebrating anything, but we breaking food together. We just chilling. We just want we just want to be around each other. You know, that's just how we vibe and it's usually around food. Well, what are you feeding your family? How is it gonna affect them five years down the line? Then you just see how you take it to a whole nother level, right? It's not about now. It's about tomorrow. It's about what these children are watching you. You know? So if you look at I I went into sustainability just because of how holistic it is. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I ask the can I ask the question? But no, I keep going just <laughs> I was just about to ask you that. My bad. No, you're cool. What's up? No, you're cool. No, I'm just saying it's just it just it falls into my passion for the vegan lifestyle and just all of it just intertwines with one another. Yeah, I see. I see because it's like I'm thinking about okay, what kind of um, what kind of product can I put out as a barber that's that just that one product and not trying to oversaturate myself. Mm-hmm. So it's still substantial. It's like substantiality. And now I'm in a process now where it's like when I would force some like if I try to force being around and 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 getting people to to hear what I'm saying and they not listen, I'm wasting my time. So if I focus it on myself and it's like, okay, here's the product that's needed for the barbershop, for your clients. It may be just as something as simple as a shampoo. Mm-hmm. And I need to focus on that and that'll help me be substantial. You know what I'm saying? Sustainable. So now it's like, that's really got me thinking from a standpoint also of um, producer and a consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the people that I know are consumers. Whether we consuming what we consuming on uh, like Netflix or mm-hmm. TV, if you watch TV or um, the radio, so it's like if all you consuming is what you seeing from outside of yourself, what are you doing for yourself? Where it's consumption yeah. to help expand, you know what I'm saying? So it's like okay, if you if you turn that focus on the inside, it's gonna what's gonna come out is just what 
the work you put in. So like yeah. me being able to, to transition and see that. So if I'm consuming content from someone, it has to help me produce what I want to produce. So it's I will say there's, collective. yeah, it's, it's just like the intertwined in like, when I produce something, it's going to be based on what I consume. Yeah. And what consumes my time, like what you said, like, okay, it, it intertwines with the veganism. Mm-hmm. It, intertwine, it intertwines with, with the uh, substantial management, too. And yeah. it's also the finances. So it's just like, it's kind of like, that's where my that's where my, my life is now. It's like, oh, this shit just been going. It's been, yeah. it's been chaotic, but now it's like, okay, the pendulum is not, it's not swinging like that anymore. I'm swinging. You see how to control that chaos. And I think that, um, you know, we're all talking about self-care more. We're talking about self-love more. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, what you just described is just people, we're all becoming more in tune with ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're starting to feel more comfortable having conversations, like transparent conversations about basically everything. So it all speaks to people wanting to consume um, sustainably, you know, like being like what you just said, like realizing, you know, we talk about trauma. We talk about all these things, realizing that, let's say, so I'm 32, realizing that over the 32 years, I might not have realized what I was consuming, right? mental spiritually physically but what i'm what i'm reaping right now is the 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 results of what i've consumed over those 32 years and so i think due to the dialogues we're having with one another mm-hmm. due to people trying to transform and feeling more comfortable with with looking in the mirror mm-hmm. we're able to to critique all of that, those those 32 years and be like hey like i want a different result yeah. So let me change the input. And so I think that's how more and more people are more open to like, and I'm going to go back to the ribs, replacing the ribs with some. Oh, it's about it. I feel like it's right there. It's like, you can't take the ribs away. Hey, uh, I feel, no, it's taking the ribs off the table. No, nah, that's, I mean, that's, it's only, it's only fair to say that because it's just like, I look at a, a deer, and my homie had hit a deer. Um, I want to say early in the early in the winter. Mm-hmm. And he hit a deer. And he was like, "I'm like, damn, that deer tore up his car." But like, what is this deer eating? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like wrong animal. What is a what is a, what is an <laughs> ape eating? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do the ant like? How do the ants eat? Because they can live ten times their own weight. So I'm just like, all right. Some some has to change up. So my change up is, hey man, I'm finna do this 21 day juice fast. No, I'm not gonna eat the chitlins, auntie. No, I'm not <laughs> gonna eat the reels, auntie. I'm not. No, they look away, look away. I'm finna do the Kanye on you. <laughs> I'm like a little ass kid right there. But no, um. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, we, we're going all over the place, but it, it all makes it, it, it all is connected. But it's still on sustainable management. Like, okay, like, how does it, because you did answer, but you didn't, like, how does it work for you? Right. Okay. And yeah. then 
what does it entail in the future? I think that's I think that's important now because like when you, what you've answered is making me think in terms of what I'm already working on too. But yeah, so I've spent so I studied sustainability management at Columbia, and that and my whole focus there, well, the majority of my focus was be- based around the built environment, mm-hmm. around buildings and their performance. That was my main interest. So as far as working for me, like I have been relating it to buildings and, you know, energy efficiency and whatnot, how a building performs, how a building is designed, what's being considered when, you know, when you're designing the building and whatnot. But, um, but like I said, it just speaks to a process, right? Mm-hmm. It speaks to how you can benchmark and measure something's performance, right? Mm-hmm. All of the considerations that you want to take um, to develop metrics. So I just talked about buildings, but let's say you or someone else, they want to get to a certain level of performance. What type of factors are you considering? How are you measuring them? You know, a lot of people talk about weight loss. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. But what other measures? How about you track your cholesterol? How about you track your blood pressure? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's just all about accountability, developing metrics, develop all of this to reach the goals that you want, actually to surpass your goals. So Mm -hmm. whether it is a building, whether it is health, whether it is, you know, your company's hitting a certain mark or whatever. It's just a Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's it's really like an embodiment, that uh, embodiment that's going on for me. Just, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like hearing what you're saying, it's almost like I feel like now I'm living in a, a, a realm of infinity now. Okay. Because of, because of what we tapping into and how fast the information is coming and it's like, it's it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. The support and the love that's in the group that I'm in. And it's like, I, I paid to get in a network, not necessarily with my, with my money, but with my energy. Mm-hmm. Because now, some somebody's gonna get something from you know what I'm saying the, the the veganism and what's a vegetarian and now like I don't know I don't know many people that have even thought about so you know substantial uh, management so now I'm like okay how do how do I add technology into the barbershop is one of my you know one of my biggest feats that I'm looking at in the future so with that being said how does it impact the future substantial management sustainability management impact my bad no you good and um it's already impacting the future um the the word that pops out to me the most is policing transparency like yeah i need an example of that you have some of these major corporations who were Let's say before people were taking sustainability seriously, mm-hmm. making a lot of profit, but emitting so many p- 
pollutants into our environment, speeding up climate change. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're able, and I won't name any companies, but yeah, you're able to purchase some of the most famous products, the most, you know, you love these products, but because of the lack of transparency, because of the lack of metrics, because of the lack of advocacy mm-hmm. for a healthier lifestyle, these companies were able to make profits out of this world without any policing of transparency in how they operate. Gotcha. So it's changing the future in that sense that these corporations are being required to create sustainability reports. That's why earlier I kept talking about metrics. I kept talking about efficiency. Mm-hmm. Like all of these things, if you just think about it, and I know I'm saying a lot of different terms and. Eyes, but it's, it's still fit. I'm saying like that fit into like everything. But I'm Every, Everything. Everything. Because me personally, like this is not something that's conversed about. Like, right. It's, it's almost like a um. When I hear it, I, I hear a triangle offense. The different, okay. the different points that you you cover. Yeah. It's like fine. You saying economy, which is like finances. Yep. The sustainability. You know what I'm saying? It's like people. Yeah, the people. It's like and you, the environment. It's like you need these things. Yeah. You can't. You can't make it. You know what I'm saying? Without the other. And and it's like I feel as though the power is more in the people's hand, and it's making me think about the phase in um, cryptocurrency. Mm. How it's like it's also the I, I'm not just gonna say the, the next efficient thing on, on, on transactions, but it's like if PayPal if PayPal adopts this coin or if PayPal adopts this technology. And then other companies invest into this. Yeah, you're gonna see a rise in a, in this investment. But it's just more or less, we don't, most people relative to us don't pay attention to it. But I'm like, I'm glad that my homeboy was introducing me into, hey man, here go the stock market, here go this, that, and the third. Yeah. My pop, the only reason my father didn't do it because he didn't know about the stock market because he was an older man in college and he was asking questions. And one of his professors was shutting him down, like, hey, don't ask no, ask no more questions. But to me, a genius asks questions. And then if you ask him now, just imagine 20 years ago, he could have bought a thousand shares of Amazon for a dollar a piece. Mm. So yeah. like when you say, you know what I'm saying? The man yeah. is like, shit, it, it makes <laughs> it makes sense. Makes perfect sense. But I think you speaking on um you know the lack of conversation around financial management um, culture too in culture we don't i think just applying that people environment and economy in that dynamic too you know we're talking about the economy bringing that into your family into your household, talking about all three of those things on a regular. That's what yeah. economics. That's what economics mean. Ex- economics yeah. mean household management. See right there. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's in the yeah. it's in the terms, but 
if it's just in a term and we don't see it and all we get is oh we getting we getting this information from the tv and it's all we see yeah what, what else what else do you expect and it's a good thing to do, like, as far as, like, regrounding, right? Because if you go too far in one direction, you got a family that's oriented about making money and making money only, mm. but they're feeding themselves, you know. Terrible. Terrible foods. And, um. Jealous. I mean. <laughs> Jealous. It's just. Oh, they calling you, auntie. They calling you, little girl. <laughs> Let him go. What Eric do say? Let it go. Let it go. He <laughs> said, "Let him go." I'm saying, "Let him go." Hey, for real, like that's just a good thing to just to keep, you know, refocusing, recentering, you know, hitting on those three things. Um, yeah. Oh, I got, I got so good for you. It's kind of so like. You know how you go to Florida and you you able to put your feet in the water and the sun, man, it's hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I felt crazy doing this fast, but like, um, my question is like, why why fast? Because I had I have my reasons, which I was just I was just fast because I met this old crazy ass man, and he was like. Hey, I am fast and I'm doing this. I'm like, fast? You know, I would hear the word, but I'm like, yeah, fast. Let, me do, let me do a couple of days, no water, yeah. see how they go. I mean, only water, not, not no water, but yeah. Let me do a 21 day, you know what I'm saying, with like no no meat or whatever. And shit, let me be vegan. And now I'm like, let me do a 21 day juice fast. Like, I got something from the fast. I got more. I, I found that I'm more disciplined in those moments. But why would you say fast? My um, detox, cleansing, cleansing your body, cleansing your mind, cleansing your spirit. Um, I used to fast a lot growing up. My mom and I would fast like basically every weekend we would do a fast of some sort. What? Why are you laughing? I would. I'm gonna tell you what I was thinking about when you said fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about how fast my daddy was driving to go get them ribs. <laughs> he was driving fast as a mama. I'm like, I'm yeah, I feel like Bill Cosby right now. I'm licking the ribs. I'm licking, <laughs> I'm licking the chicken. I'm eating the, the they say the bone marrow. I'm like. She got the bone marrow out of the chicken. Damn, that's nasty. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, but um, nah, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad that I did do it because it just showed me, um, it showed me something after like just the the whole thing being in the garden and then fasting, yeah. like really just paying attention to my mind, like, oh damn, if I just drink some water, dang, I don't really need no. I don't really got to eat all this food. This is, you know, it's sustaining me. Yeah. And I can add some lemon and then later on, let me, let me go get a green juice. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's got celery and it's got kale and it's got some beet juice and it's got some lemon to give me those. Really, I just say that electricity that I need. Mm. Now it's like, all right, I got that and I'm, I'm going on. I got, I got more energy than I would if I'm laying. I'm like, 
I gotta get some rest. I'm in the, you know, I'm in a different zone. That's but, another thing too. Yeah. Recovering, recovering, getting that rest. That's one of my my biggest challenges. I think it allows you to like be more in tune. So I, I said detox because um it is gonna cleanse you. Even if you don't go on a water fast or whatever, it's gonna do some type of cleaning to your system. Uh-huh. And what you just described, like realizing that, hey, I could just drink some water and I'm okay. Like I think it cleanses you to a point of where you, clarity, right? Like you can see when you you're really just acting out of pattern. Like you don't really need what you think you need, right? Yeah. Your mind start your mind, whatever that thing is, whoever that is in my head, he just he was like, you don't need that. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, I was. What, Go make what? some beet juice. Go make some mix some carrot juice with it, and then I'm like. It's, yeah, because you had those moments. You had those moments where you feel like you need something else. Oh, but I saw it. I was like, "Fool, you need to go eat." No, nah, then I was, I was like, "Nah, let me go. On. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make it to 21 days." And I really wish I would have did 30 because it was like coming out of it. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't eat. I can't eat like I was eating. It's like, yeah. like you, you know, you mentioned going you know eating raw and i'm like yeah i can see that and steaming you know like steaming some food like steaming yeah. cabbage or like some bok choy and different things yeah. like, like light heat yeah light heat like really getting into getting into the foods that mm-hmm. produce what i need and learning about them you know what i mean right. like, this is the proper right. time to change and going overdrive and- mm-hmm. yeah so to answer your question, my biggest thing would be just cleansing. Mm. Cleansing on all levels. But how you, how do you feel like it uh it optimizes your lifestyle though? Like how do you, how do you feel about that? I think that it's a good thing to do on a regular basis because it allows you to like evaluate where you are and then take it up a notch. So you say like, like daily, monthly, week, what you mean? Um, I would say at least monthly, some type of fast. Yeah. Some type of fast every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I yeah, just cleansing your body and then like checking your discipline, right? Because, I mean, we just spoke about discipline at length to stick to a fast. You just did 21 days. Like, that took some discipline. Yeah, that was some re- I can't even say the word because they might censor me. I might get put back in Facebook jail. I'll zoom in. I need, I need, if I get back in Facebook jail, I need somebody to come bail me out quick because I know I can't get no help from my auntie because I keep talking about <laughs> well, one of that's y'all. A, come, come. That's a done deal. Don't call your auntie now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every month, I think. Every month. Um Every month will be good. Just a little check-in. A little self-check-in. Uh, people ain't gonna like me. They gonna be like, man, damn, how you do this? I'm like, oh. it takes some real discipline. It's, it's kind of like me teaching my son about um, being a consumer versus a producer. Like, it took, look at this card. Mm-hmm. Do you see what's on the card? No, I don't see what's on the card. Look at the card. Look at the card. But it yeah. took like that initial step to to show on the card 
and discuss mm-hmm. it and talk about it and related to something that was around him. So he may not get it, but at some point he's going to start thinking about it. Like, all right, what's taking my time up? What's, what's causing me to not be productive? And yeah. Myself. So now, okay, well, shoot, I could produce three books a year. Let me focus yeah. on it. Yeah. So let me do a sequel. Like, I know you're working on some stuff too. So, um, yeah. Diet versus lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gobble, gobble season. You know what I'm saying? They about to, I know, I know, I know some of my folks about to have that dry ass bird. I know they don't, and then I know them folk, I know my homeboy from Philly, he gonna, when I say bird, he gonna, he gonna mess with me, but then the bird dries hell. They finna <laughs> hell out of Diet versus lifestyle. The word diet is so annoying to me. Why? I mean, it just, it's just. I'm on my diet, though. That's what they be saying. I'm on my, I'm gonna do a diet. I'm yeah. like, oh, Charlotte, that's, you, you doing, you about to do a lot. It's, Really about to be a lifestyle change if you really look at it. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like diet is associated with um, a temporary fad. Like, it's not something that's just going to become a part of your everyday routine. Or like like when when the ladies be wearing baby hairs, like they, they be... And then they be See, having, that, that, that went away and came back. They be having no butterflies on their eyelashes. Be like, lady, you about, hey. to, you about to fly away. I know I'm, you, I'm convinced that all of that is a lifestyle now. It has <laughs> not left. <laughs> yeah, when they put that shit on a car, I knew it was a lifestyle. I was like, this hey, is a, this I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about a little flair. But when you get all the way out, I think there should be like a limit on how far. No, it, no, 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 no. This lady put some eyelashes on her car. I was like, yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, I was just like. That's a lot. No offense to the people out there with that eyelashes. I'm offensive with that shit. Fuck that. Don't, <laughs> don't, mama, don't put no eyelashes on your car. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming to see about you. I'm coming to knock on your door, like like that, mama. But yeah, but I, I definitely I vibe with lifestyle much more than diet. I mean, just make it, just make it a, just just make it permanent. You know. A permanent, and, and of course, you know, you might switch it up, right? You might be eating cooked food this year, and two years later, you might be all raw. But the mentality, the lifestyle is, I think, more so connected to the mentality. Like, you know you want better for yourself. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like right now? All right, next time you, you a fast, right? We talked about a monthly check-in with the fasting. Yeah. Um, at this point, I'm going to check in. How do I want to optimize from here? You know, then that trend, that might transition into all raw. Who knows? But adopting that lifestyle is all about mentality. Yeah, you got to have a strong will and mentality to take some hot sauce. <laughs> take a fork. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't imagine it. Like, I just, I just can't. Yeah, I can't either. I'm just like I'm like that uh, Lisa Simpson uh, meme. That is, <laughs> oh, that is, I can't. I just so, thank you, mom um, and daddy, for not giving me chitlins. Yeah, I can't. 
I ain't had them. I just was around them. I'm glad. I'm glad I ain't get affiliated with the hot sauce industry. <laughs> it would have yeah. been, been a problem. But um, this has definitely been dope. But um, I ain't ready to challenge the people. But we're going to have to. Um, yeah. We're going to figure out how we're going to do it, too. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to. I want them to be able to check in with it. But I think I think at some point we definitely need to do a three-day fast and have people like check in and chime in, whether that be, you know, the respect of people that tune in, they can send a DM or uh, email or whatnot. But uh, you know, just let us know how they want to participate. When we when we, you know, choose a day and we'll put it out there. Right. Yeah. I'm down for that. I think the um um, I'm just, I guess I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm excited about what, you know, what's presented on the table and really what we got, what we got to look forward to. So, you know, that being said, what, what would you like to do after Thanksgiving? Cause hey, I know, I know these folks about to eat. It's about to be some good eats, eats. Yeah, we're going to Everybody's going to need a good cleansing after that. I say we need to shoot for three-day raw fast. You look so sad. Gosh. I ain't really sad. I'm, I'm actually like, I, I'm trying to talk to myself like, how are we going to do a raw fast? Like, we got to eat, uh, we got to eat wood or something? Like, no. Because no. I. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I mean, you just, okay. Let me clarify. Yeah, because that's... Be, you won't be consuming any cooked foods. So, I mean, might, plenty might, of options. Listen, All kind of salads. Listen, listen, listen. Before this. Listen, listen. Because we might have, when, when you say it wrong, some people probably, they might probably went to the gutter. No, you're not. Okay, well, I'm talking about food. Yeah. I'm talking about food that doesn't require heat like so. like um like okay. i need some examples okay so no. one of my favorite raw dishes would be just a leafy green salad with a scoop of beet salad a scoop of carrot salad salad okay I'm yeah carrots and what else carrot salad and oh, like some, some, lentil, some lentil and mung bean sprouts on top yeah. That's how you can get some protein. I'm about to send some cash up. I need a um, I need a plate right now. <laughs> and then you drizzle it with some, you know, some some vegetables. No, some that's why I'm asking because I don't know. I don't know. I'm like this raw. I don't understand okay. the fast and the juice fast, but like. Well, I we just got to. We'll provide more details when we launch the fast. But it's all live food. It's easy. It's all live food. You can create a fruit salad. That's you easy for somebody that's been uh, talking to, you know, talking to the vegan guys for all her life. Shit. The vegan guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Your mama and your daddy, they got a they vegan guys. Come on. Cause so, my, I mean. Shit, we had the land and the meats and the foods. Well. Granddad had that deer sausage in the freezer. Stop. Okay, we're gonna have to help the people out. We're gonna have to get some uh recipes oh, to go along with this fast. But 
it will give us the the cleanse that we need after all that cooked food that a lot of people are going to be eating during our Thanksgiving day. Um, and then it'll also recharge us because when you eat raw foods, you get more energy. You touched on that earlier. Yeah, I, ain't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so um, I think that would be a good start for us and our team, whoever wants to join in and do it with us. Um, yeah, just live, all live. We can get them some salad recipes. We can give them some juice recipes. Um, one of the biggest things that I would like to touch on, and maybe my dad will help us out on that segment, mm -hmm. is the sprouting part because there's so much to talk about when it comes to sprouting, especially. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. What, that's what I was thinking about, like sprouting uh, lentils during that time. You know what I mean? Because I know, like that that alone, you know, that's that was a great process for me. Yeah. You know. And it's really easy, and you know, that's one of the biggest concerns for a lot of people is just protein. Mm -hmm. And if you learn how to sprout, then you can easily like get all the protein you need with the sprouts. So. Like, Cause I I know of sprouting lentils. Like, what else would you suggest sprouting though? Would you do black? Would you sprout black beans or something? No, that's too. That's too. So much. my my dad has sprouted a lot of beans, a lot of legumes. He sprouted pinto beans. He sprouted peanuts. He sprouted. He's probably sprouted anything yeah. you can think of. Buckwheat. He sprouted. Some sesame seeds flax flax seeds for sure he i mean that's cold and it's beautiful like just fresh fresh like fresh all freshness and that's some of the um survival into into the 20 20th century that book gives a breakdown on sprouting and then and it breaks down like on a cellular level how what you're getting from sprouts mm -hmm. because it's like the, that's new life right yeah. when it breaks through that seed and you eat it at a certain point like soon after mm -hmm. you're getting so much energy uh, you get more energy from that new growth than you would a fully mature plant in some ways you would get more from the from that new growth Why? Because yeah. it was sprouting. because it's new yeah that's what I'm saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah. My, my son, but, I know he gonna have to be vegan then. Um, Cause he was made veganly. So it's like, bro, you gonna have, you gonna, you gonna. I like that term, veganly. Don't start. Um, <laughs> I'm living a, a, a veganly fruitful lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna have to be on a commercial talking this type of shit? No. <laughs> well, no, that, I think my son don't have to be a vegan again. I'm like, bro, here goes the. This you need to read all of this. This is this is mm -hmm. your assignment because you ain't gonna understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, there's a lot of options when we go on this raw fast next week. Um. Yeah. I felt like I felt like I just jumped out a window right there. Um, <laughs> hey, we'll be all right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. 
mean, that's, you know, like, that's sub substantial, 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 sustainable management. Okay, like, terms. It's okay. Sustainability <laughs> management. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, if you want to rename it, that's cool. No, no, that's not. <laughs> because I'm like, damn, what is this? But it, it like, just listening to the background alone, mm -hmm. I just feel like my mind shifted to, because mm. right. I, I still got to get my, uh, I still got a bone to pick. I need my information on the uh, architect. But the sustainable management though, it's like now hearing that, that piece, mm -hmm. that's going to make me more efficient in, in this round. Like, well, where are the, um, where are the hemp neck strips? Mm. You know what I mean? Like now that I have a product, the market is, you know, I now I integrate vertically into the market. So mm -hmm. now let me create this product. Let me create this product now. Yeah. So that way if if I'm going this rate, this rate, this rate, I'm using something that can continuously be used and it can continue to grow versus the length of time that it takes on the trees. Mm-hmm. I might you might come up with some uh hemp chairs. You know what I mean? So that's just that's just where my mind be taking things like yeah. how how am I gonna impact the culture with knowing that everything is getting legalized on the cannabis tip, on the hemp tip. So how can how can I really like what can I tap into in that market and bring to this, you know, to the barber game now? So that's mm -hmm. I definitely can see. I can see how this is gonna help what I got going on grow and how it's gonna impact others. So yeah. I ain't gonna um because I know we can go on and on because it's a it's it's a hell of a lot, you know. Shout yeah. out to, shout out to my auntie for not um jumping on my ass yet. Well I know she is. <laughs> uh again like I definitely appreciate you taking our time to um to do this. We gotta keep I'm it going. Glad. You know what I mean? And um I'm already an architect. And who are you, ma'am? And where are you from? You got to tell them. <laughs> tell them. Salamai from Memphis 10 with Sala Vegan. <laughs> Living in Atlanta. Right, and we keeping it see simple for real. They going to they gonna understand in a minute. They going to be like, oh, that's some dope. This it is. Yeah. I ain't going to take no more time. I right. appreciate it. Peace. Peace.